we are just winging it. Oh, my voice is already breaking up. How's that? That for was intro? gravelly. That was like I couldn't a, even, that was sexy, John. I mean, if I had tried to do that, it would have come out a lot worse. So I'm glad. just winging it. That that basically captures, you know, how I how I'm doing right there. Does um, it? On the road to recovery, post COVID. Yeah. I yeah, thought you we'd tell be able our to, listeners what happened. I mean, I thought we'd be able to move on at this point, you know, from COVID. I thought we kind of closed the chapter on COVID in the last episode, right? Was it the last one? Because it's been a month now. It has been a month. I'm pretty sure the last episode was I was saying, "Watch now, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to die before the next episode." And we were talking about how morbid that was, and we were yeah, like, "Well, we yeah. made it. Like, we're here." And then, like, 30 minutes after the episode aired, you're like, "Oh shit, we all have COVID." Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's been quite a journey and, you know, we can definitely, I mean, that, I think that'll end up being the focus as much as people probably don't want to hear about COVID at this point. Um, it's just, you know, what our live, well, what my life has been the last few weeks. Um, and so I thought it could be an interesting one to jump into in terms of just like, I don't know how to approach it in the household these days now that it is like we're in this so-called, you know, new phase, or at least that's what we said in our last episode. We actually yeah, and- named it that. So, you know. We did capital N, capital P. I, I, I kind of feel like I'm curious to hear about your experience of it because COVID is so different now and than what everywhere it, what it again. was. <laughs> and it's just so omnipresent. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we we were fortunate to have not gotten it until, well, I mean, some of us still haven't ever gotten it yet. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, but the rest of my family. You can wear that badge. I can for as long as I, as long as I can still. You know, we, we got it when it was it was still, you know, pretty virulent, but we were like vaccinated and boosted and it was also just one of these huge waves. And so we knew a lot of people who had it who were okay. So it wasn't this like, you know, huge mystery. And and I feel like if had we gotten it a year earlier than that, it what a different experience it would oh, have been. So totally agree. Yes. I'm curious to hear about your experience with that, you know, today. But uh before we do, I, I'm, you know, a little bit kerfluffled. At the moment, as you know, because uh, I, I've, I'm resuming my full ass self, which is good. I, I kind of I lost some of my. I mean, I imagine kerfuffled was like your your uh, go, your nickname in college. Patrick it was. Kerfuffled. I honestly don't know if that's a word. Is kerfuffled that a green? Kerfuffled. Kerfuffled. Is it kerfuffled? It's something like that, isn't it? Kerfuffled. I think we should just keep saying whatever it is without actually checking to make sure it's a word because that's how I think we should. I think we should go the rest of the episode just saying kerfuffled until it makes even less sense. Not another form of our constant just winging it. I mean, honestly, every year there's ridiculous words that get added um, to the dictionary to reflect, you know, our ridiculousness. So I think think it's fine. Go with it. This is the kerfuffle cast, I think. Yeah. Um, No, but, you know, during COVID, I I had definitely lost some of my full assness with things just by virtue of, you know, just uh, the mental strain of being alive during this time, not being able to do things. You know, I kind of lost a little bit of that. And I'm I'm happy to report that it's back. And uh, this is one of those weeks where I'm really aware of it because Mm. I just got back from a guy's retreat with some of my best friends, which was amazing. Okay, so and, yeah, uh, yeah. This is what I actually bumped into one of, the, I think one of the guys that you're referring to you did, recently. Yeah. So I, I heard their perspective on it beforehand, and now I get to hear Oh, did post. he tell you about it? So this is going to be like hangover. Um, although I imagine that's not what happened. You didn't wake up and suddenly there's a tiger crawling around or whatever. But No, we did talk about the hangover um, last night, though. That would that did come up because of the Mike Tyson stuff in that and the, what a brilliant little late career. So no, I think I heard. Had. I think I had heard from him that this was coming. So I'm I'm interested to hear how it went. 
Yeah, it was fantastic. The The idea was, you know, we all work from home, but all of our wives don't for the most part. Yeah. Or to varying degrees don't. So we really are doing a lot of, you know, just childcare during the day and, and our days are really kind of stuck at home and, you know. Yeah. We were like, why don't we get some time to like still work remotely? So we all worked full days, but like do it in a house together and then like cook together and hang out at night. And uh, I thought it this was, was just, just brilliant when he told me. I mean, I just it's such this. a good idea. I'm you know? like, why did I never think of that? Po- like that makes so much sense, right? Because our we're so free to now work from other yeah. places, and and the idea of you know having the work during the day, but then afterwards being able to hang out with people and and obviously not have kids. Um, right, it's brilliant. Well, that was a big thing. So, you know, we all had to drop the kids off with like our, you know, parents or, or whatever the arrangements were. But that was, uh, it was just perfect. And it was actually really fun co-working with my old, these are, you know, we're all friends from college. And it was yeah. cool because we were all doing all of our different interesting jobs, but like at a big table, you know, together and then going off to make calls and coming back. And it was cool just being able to experience my friends as like real adults too, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a great we only point. see each other in the context of like partying and hanging out, but like getting to see us all like we're doing good things with our lives. And, At like, any we're, point, it's nice. Did you did you all like switch roles and, you know, do the other person's work, like join a meeting or because that we be did. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We wore masks. It was crazy. The best part of that would be you, you know, joining like each other's meetings and using video and seeing if, you know, seeing if anyone even notices at this point. Yeah, because we're all just doing just, like, really good voice impressions. Well, and we're all just like, oh, that's, a, you know, Patrick put on a different face today, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's even keeping track. <laughs> but would anyone even, yeah, at this point, would nobody it even, even like, gives a shit. like, none of us look the way we did, you know, when we were in the office anyway, right? So yeah. it's not, it's not that crazy of a, of a leap, is it? Some of us have changed, you know, ethnic backgrounds. <laughs> it's, it's been crazy. This just reminded me that my, I think it was my 10 year high school reunion. We we brought someone who did not go to our high school. He was like the cousin of someone who who came with us. You know, one of my friends from high school, and we had him pose as another person in that class of of uh, what year did I graduate high school? The same year, nineteen twelve. <laughs> and so two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand three. Yeah, I was, was two thousand three. Oh, okay, right, old man. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so the whole time he posed as someone else from our class who was not there. You know, we knew this person wasn't going, and and we just carried that out. So he would talk to everyone, and like most of the people in our high school class believed it. They believed that he had just gone through like a transformation. I mean, he looked they vastly, just went with it vastly different, and they yeah they bought it. So that just goes to show you, you know how how. Uh, I don't know what it shows you. It's something. It was a lot of it made it made the high school reunion a lot more fun. I'll say that. Well, it's like that witness effect, you know. Like you ever seen those <laughs> those psychological studies where they have you know a basketball game and then like an actual gorilla walks through of the course, basketball of game, course. right? Yes, 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 yes. Similar to that, the fallibility. It's completely of that witnesses. It's, it's it, that's a case that. study because yeah. you're it, similarly if you're in a certain situation, you know, you do that thing. If you're if you're I don't know, I can't think of a good example of this, but. If you see someone from a whole different context, right? You see someone from work, but you're at like, I don't know, your kid's school play event or something. If they don't belong there, you don't know that they're in your city or whatever. Like, you probably don't even see them. You know, it's that kind of thing. I mean, that right? You not- just assume maybe I missed something. You know, I, I, like thinking back, there were moments in my like school career where that happened. Yeah, where there'd be somebody at like a big event, and I'd be like. I don't know if I remember this person, but maybe I just like didn't have any classes with them. But that could have been it could have been the same guy, you know. I mean, now that it's been like a hundred years since we've been in high school, I wouldn't recognize. You know, I feel like most people, I would probably 
I would think twice if someone completely different came up to me and said they were that person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that was a reunion, too, right, you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, so then even even more so. It was a 10-year reunion I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 10-year reunion that I went to, I remember, I think we've talked about it on here. It was the last, the one and only I went to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, that's the only reunion I've done, too, was, uh, was eye-opening because, like, so many people had, like, lost hair and had just, yeah. like, really let themselves go, like, physically. It makes physically. you feel a lot better about yourself, doesn't it? Yeah. I was like, God, I'm going to look so bad. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't I don't, don't look that bad compared to some people. It's Not that the there's anything wrong losing hair. I right. want to be clear about that. People can no, wear no, that no, very no, no. well. But of this course. was like, this was like, they weren't embracing the baldness, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. I hear you. Just people people looking rough. But so I if say, you ever this, need uh, a confidence boost, just go, you know, go to one of those reunions. Or find anybody's reunion and just That's say true. that you're somebody's cousin, you know, and you'll be fine. Go to any any group where you there are people that are the same age as you, you know, and you'll automatically be like, oh, I look younger than that, right? Like, we've talked about this, right? Other <laughs> yeah, we parents, have talked about that. You know, I'm with, always like, God, these parents are so old. <laughs> and you know they're thinking the same thing. Totally, totally. Yeah, I still have that feeling all the time. Um but this was this was such a good time. We went to just you know one of our friends has like a beach house in the family, so we went to that and we uh, you know did all of our own cook. We're, we're, like it was a group of only food nerds, and so we were all like cooking like very ambitious meals for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we just had such a good time. And uh, but it was funny. I was also aware of that like how much the dad like lifestyle has crept into my like old lifestyle because we're all of these dads that were there yeah we're yeah we're all okay. also dead yeah that that, helps, that's kind right? of what's the point yeah, yeah 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 it does help and also like we had a mutual understanding that like we were doing this to be able to get a break from like you know doing all of the regular dad stuff every day and of you know course, to have a course. chance to just sort of be like ourselves as we were before all this you know for a little bit of time so to that end the, the first night we all dropped gummies at the same time THC gummies. Yeah, we had like a. I you assumed know, it was a, not just you telling me you had gummy bears, <laughs> right? Yeah, we just dropped actual gummy bears, <laughs> and uh, you know we had like a timer going to kind of track like how far along the progression of this gummy we were, and uh, you know like about an hour and a half into it, we are gone. Like we are absolutely like everybody is just we're <laughs> the dinner was also only meat and mushrooms that night, and we were like sitting you had around made dinner before. Or... No, the dinner was during was during this. Okay, so this is this is part of what's so funny about it. So like the dinner comes out, and like clearly somewhere along the line, we had stopped the like idea of having anything other than meat. You know, like there was a salad that came at the end, but it was really it was just a big bucket of meat that we were eating. And uh, and I don't really eat meat anymore, so I was shitting my brains out <laughs> for two days. But that's beside the point. <laughs> but we're sitting there, and like the conversation stops, and we're all just silently like. You can tell everybody went into their heads for a minute because we were all like so high, you know, we're right, right. just eating these meat plates. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, what is going on? Like, how am I going to get out of this moment? Like, how do I cut that? Just so far gone. And then in that state, we finished eating and all of us not only cleared our plates, but started cleaning the fucking house. <laughs> But all like loaded the dishwasher, cleaned the cabinets, fucking swept the floor, and we had like a spotless house in that state. Although I did uh, run the dishwasher without putting the deter without taking the detergent out of the package. So uh, the <laughs> next day we were like, "Why is everything so of gross?" Detergent in there. You <laughs> yeah, know, you just put the box like as if it were a pouch, just um, cardboard box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm not at all surprised, right? Like, you know, because you were all dads. That instinct, like we could do that kind of stuff in our sleep, right? Literally, well, we did because we were literally too high to eat. Right, like right. we were that fucked up, and then and then we still and it was like 
clockwork. It was like bing, bang, boom. You know, we're composting. <laughs> it was like everything was like so well tailored. We're like getting the laundry ready for the next morning. We're like getting the, there's a hot tub. So we're getting our towels all set up. And I was like, man. And then we go to bed at 10 you're o'clock. doing like house repairs, you know, across the, yeah. house, the house that you're staying in. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's amazing. And then, yeah, you, you went to bed at 10 o'clock. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, so it was, it was a great time. I, I really recommend people do that. Like if you have friends that you kind of live near enough and you haven't seen in a long time. And we had another friend who we had no idea was going to come that was like a surprise guest that the organizer had done. And I haven't seen him in probably five or six years. And so like, you know, we stayed up singing and having a great time last night. And it was just uh, it was wonderful. But it happened in the midst of the, as you know, the final preparations for this like colossal event at work that I've been helping to organize and doing all this stuff for, for like right, six months. Right. Yeah. So like, luckily I was able to actually keep working on it while I was there, but also like now, you know, I'm coming back and we're recording and this event starts in 30 minutes and I'm like, man, Oh, and, and after this, we're, we're going to, so I'm going to the Bronx with the kids tonight. Oh, wow. Because Micah is running a half marathon in the morning. So we're going to, so she's staying in New York with her friends who are also running Full it. And we're going to meet them at Coney Island tomorrow morning at 8 a.m at the finish line and of go play at Coney are. Island for the day. And I'm like, man, full ass is back. You're back. The ass is full. Yeah. It has sprung. Ish. Spring is here. And you, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that though. That sounds awesome. I mean, I really think that's like a pro tip for anyone. Um, and, you know, I would include myself in this category since I've been dwelling in my basement for the last two years. Um, <laughs> who's looking for some, you know, I mean, it's like one of those things that I hope will emerge from this, these new practices where like, Work can happen anywhere, right? I mean, this isn't true for everyone, of course, but for so many of us now. And so um, just making things like that a reality and having more flexible, you know, daytime um, activities in general for those, you know, parents who otherwise, like, the only time they have is at work or with kids. So it feels like it's a good one, for sure. I want to do that. Yeah, it is. Um, so how are you doing? So I'm doing fine now. I mean, honestly, you know, it feels it feels good to be on the other side of it. It's been certainly a chaotic few weeks. But like you said earlier, you know, it happened at a time where we were, I feel like I was a lot more prepared and um, expecting it, given that there is a surge where we are in the Northeast. Um, so when I was actually, <laughs> I was in, I was in an all day, two day uh, racial uh, justice uh, course, a training at work. And I got a text late in the, you know, in the day. And I was like, there's so much to process in that, right? It was an all day and like- Is the groundwater just, training you're talking exactly, about? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Fabulous, right? By the Racial Equity Institute, um, which I would highly recommend to anyone, you know, who's looking to bring in an outside sort of uh, consultant or, yeah, institute, I you know, guess. You <laughs> know, you should, uh, I mean, book like a beach house. Get your yeah. guy friends together, right? <laughs> and then do a groundwater training session for two Perfect. days. Perfect. But bring the gummies. Bring um, the gummies. So, so that was, you know, it was just like this intense um, moment where you get the text. Now, I should preface it by saying the text wasn't a complete surprise. So the way this sort of happened is early in the week, you know, it was Tuesday, and we get um, the alert, however that happened. It was like an emergency broadcast system. Um on my phone like yeah, yeah exactly that another kid at uh daycare had covid and this was the kid who luke plays with the most you know it's his best friend and he's so we were like all right he's gonna get covid like if he doesn't it would be it, it just does it wouldn't make sense um given again how you know i don't understand how this fucking works but every variant at this point it's like <laughs> 
you know, Delta came, remember? And it was like, this is, I mean, first COVID came and it's like, this is way more contagious than anything we've ever seen. And then Delta is like, you know, this is 10 times more contagious than COVID. It made COVID seem like it was, you know, nothing. And then after Delta, of course, Omicron came and it was like, what fucking Delta? You know, it just everybody, you could just be in a room next door to someone who's mass fully masked and you'd still get it. Um, and now there's variants of Omicron, right. That are apparently way more, um, contagious. So I just don't even understand at this point, like, well, what is the point of even trying to not get it? It almost Yeah, we're definitely at that, like the tipping point because so just briefly, there was another one of these geyser treats in December that I couldn't go to because I got a stomach virus right before it happened. And that was like, we all had like a testing, you know, outline. We were like, all right, we're going to send each other our PCR results. You know, if anybody has any, so I couldn't go because like my stomach hurt and they're like, you got to stay home. And now here we are (laughs) just a few months later and like none of us, I mean, I got tested, I did a rapid test just in case, but like, you know, we didn't talk about it. Like in the span of that short amount of time, it went from something that would preclude you from seeing people if you just like didn't feel great to something where it's like, I don't fucking, everybody fucking has it now, you know? <laughs> and they're yeah, not even really so, naming these things anymore. Like this is the BA1-2C yeah, whatever. Yeah. The, you know? Even the yeah. scientists are like, I'm not giving a fucking another name for this shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though presumably the system's pretty straightforward <laughs> to come up with the next name using the Greek alphabet. But anyway. Um, apparently like hurricanes, right? Yeah. They've just given up altogether. They're like, oh, let's call it BA2. Um, so it's interesting though. Cause even all that said, um, the dynamic, right. Of having this in your household and thinking about what to do about it. So let me, you know, to carry it forward from where I left off, we knew that someone else had COVID, um, at Luke's daycare. So we started testing him daily, right? The the um, daycare provider asked us that every morning we test him with a rapid. And so, you know, we naturally we did that. So Tuesday was when this first happened. Um, and then, you know, Wednesday, no COVID, he was fine. Um, and then Thursday, same thing. We rapid tested him and he was fine. So we're like, oh, that's, you know, he only had one day of exposure. So maybe like, ooh, that's pretty can, good. If we just yeah. get through this week, right? Sure enough. Thursday later that day you know we get the call that he had a fever um when he woke up from his nap at at daycare and so you know immediately like our obviously he has COVID so that you know was disruptive for that day we brought him immediately um to get PCR tested because that takes a little while just to get that result and confirm it and you know it was this interesting thing where so we've got a four-year-old no one else you know has had exposure only he had and so we're like, what do we do? Like, do we just not try to do anything? Do we make him wear a mask? Like, it, it's this bizarre moment, right? Especially with a four-year-old. Certainly, um, even though I, I tried to argue this point with Bethany to just leave him in the basement, you know, and, and we'll see him <laughs> in a f- week. That didn't go over. So, so you know, we obviously weren't going to, like, actually try to isolate from a four-year-old, right? That's not going to work. But... We were like, I guess, you know, let's certainly open windows. We've got like central air. So let's use just the fan and keep that going to get some air circulating. And I was like, fuck wearing a mask. I, I'm sure I already have it. Right. You know, I was just like convinced that there was no way to stop it from within the household. Bethany was feeling like, well, we might as well try, like especially for Grace, you know, so that she can keep going to school um, now that, you know, the protocol is that she's vaccinated. So even if she has exposure, she can keep going and just keep getting tested. So it just immediately, like, we just had to address these things that 
you'd think we'd be prepared for by now, but until it's the, you know, that moment, you're, it's, it's just the context has shifted so much. And so, you know, we wore masks and I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll wear a mask today. I'm sure my PCR, you know, we all got tested actually that day. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm sure it's going to be positive. Um, so the next day we get the results. Grace is negative. I'm negative. Bethany's negative. Luke is inconclusive. Which I didn't even fucking know is like. Wow, a thing. I never heard that. So it wasn't that it, you know, wasn't a positive or a negative. It was inconclusive. So that was bizarre. And apparently, there's this thing where there's like two probes, and one of them is showing some trace of it, and the other isn't. And so they can't yeah. say definitively that you have it, but it's like pretty obvious that you do. It's probably just a trait. You know, it's a low viral load. So we had to sit with that for a little bit. Um, That's tough because you're like in purgatory. Right. So that was weird. Um, and then and then there was someone else in the family who was it wasn't inconclusive. It was like. It was a bad test. I think it was Grace. Like a hung Where, jury. It just, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it just came back like, you know, apparently it was someone else's boogers that they had swapped. Or yeah. something. You know what <laughs> I mean? This one sucked. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So 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 that sucked because then we're like, fuck, what do we do about that? It's so, weird that there's well, hang on. It's it's weird yeah. because you're right. By this point, we should have like <laughs> things should just work like clockwork. Right. If there's an exposure because for us, you know, our five year old Henry was the one that had the first exposure to it. Yeah. And we were similarly like, well, fuck, we're not going to like leave a five year old alone and wear masks. Right. Like it's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. But there was no guidance on like what to do. So we just try to ask people, right? Similar to you, but then also with testing, like it's crazy to me that at this point, almost you know, I mean, two two and a half years basically into this, which is fucking nuts, that we're still getting like inconclusive tests or like things aren't coming back oh, right. Man. Like, I know. how the fuck is that not just figured out right. yet? Right. And at this point, the rapid test too, by the way, was just showing negative still for him. Even though it was obvious, right? I mean, he had the direct exposure. He had the fever. And he had a fever. Yeah. He had a fever. He he was saying his bones hurt, which was just the saddest thing, right? That is um, really sad. And he, like, never gets sick. Unlike Grace, right, who got sick all the time, classically, as we've talked about. But, I mean, Luke just never does. So um, it was just foreign for him. He's like, what the fuck is a fever? Um, so that was, you know, it was hard to see. But still, you know, pretty mild. Um, and he also... Yeah, what was other symptoms? Like runny nose? So the th- big things were the fever and the, you know, hurting the aches. But then also right. it was overnight he was he threw up. And so mm-hmm. he just, he kept complaining that he felt like he was going to. And then finally, you know, overnight he did. So that was... And then in the morning as well. So we had some of that, and that was that was the worst of it. So looking yeah. back, you know, it wasn't so bad. It was really just like a 24-hour to 48-hour kind of thing. And then he was fine. Um, and then we, because we were negative during that PCR, right, because we had done that, that immediately, it, it was so interesting because it immediately, like physically, it was like, all right, I guess I should keep wearing a mask because there's something, just this visceral effect where, I don't <laughs> I couldn't just let myself get it because now I knew that I didn't have it, you know, according to mm-hmm. the PCR. And so I'm like, let's see if we can keep that going, you know. Um, and so we did wear masks. You know, we still didn't isolate, but we we didn't wear masks. Um, and, you know, we just saw how that would go to, to have windows and fans going and all that shit. And so we made it a few more days. And then by like Monday of so remember, you know, Luke. Luke was diagnosed or got the positive result Thursday. So by the next Monday, we're like, wow, we're still negative. Maybe we actually made it through this, right? It's um, a long time. Yeah, because it was far That's enough out lag. that it, yeah. it felt like, you know, the the tests 
yeah, it felt like he should not be as contagious at that point, and so maybe we made it out. But of course, like just in that moment, it was I think Tuesday of that week, um, or maybe it was Wednesday by the time I actually got the result. But I I got the positive, so like I was literally in a meeting with a colleague, and I got a call, and had to you know I knew it was from the the ambulance service that did the test, and so I I answered and and found out mine was inconclusive as well, which was again bizarre so apparently we're all getting like a low viral load of this or something and that's what's going on because the next day for in both cases we tested positive so like it was on the pcr yeah Yeah. again i didn't think this was i thought pcr was like you know the gold standard and and that it was a yes or no kind of thing but apparently not so anyway that was how things played out now at that point we had that call to make of okay two of us have it at this point you know, do we really keep doing this? And so Bethany had a conversation with Grace. She thought it would be like, you know, let, they would make the decision on whether they wanted to keep wearing masks in the house, which is obviously a pain in the ass. Um, and Grace was like, she really wanted to keep doing that. She really wow. didn't want to get it. Um, and I wanted to respect that, you know, and at least give it a shot to try not to. And so we're now... We're now, let's see, I guess two weeks out from when I first got it. And I'm, you know, I'm fully testing negative and everything. And they did not get it. Um, so it was kind of cool to see that, you know, just wearing masks and having fans and windows. And then who knows, you know, the the vaccines in their bodies. Um, I don't know what what course of events led them to not get it. Just in the same way that, you know, who knows why you didn't. Um, but they didn't. And so that was nice so that we didn't have to sort of reset the clock again and, you know, have to deal with the disruption. Yeah. because. You know, one of the things now, it's so hard, right? Because we're all operating with, I think, the reality that we're all going to get it at some point, at this point, right? I think that's fair to assume. And yet, the policies in place, at least for school, are still such that it's not like the flu or something else, right? You do have to take a standard protocol of keeping your kid out, even if they don't have symptoms, for a certain time frame. Um, And then it can reset everything if the other kid gets it. And it's just, it's hard to deal with, right? So I feel like that is the hardest part right now. It's not, thankfully, for those vaccinated, it isn't the health part of it so much. It's really just, like, managing life and and school in particular and work to some extent. And just how disrupted everything gets. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, for me, thankfully, the worst of it was was over a weekend when I had these, like, crushing migraines. And I will say the whole thing extended longer than I expected. Um, It was fairly mild in terms of a cold, you know, symptoms kind of thing. But then the, the migraines were pretty debilitating. Um, and then, you know, it just took forever for it to clear up. I mean, it took like 12 days for me to even stop testing negative or positive. Wow. Rather. Um, <laughs> to stop testing negative. Yeah. <laughs> if only I read the thing right. Um, so that seemed kind of wild. But, you know, it, I mean, what are you going to do? I feel like we're, we're on the other side of it at this point. And, you know, granted, we'll probably have to go through the experience again with Bethany and Grace at some point. But it felt nice to be able to escape it for now. Yeah, and it's good that that they managed to, you know, be unscathed through this whole thing. Indeed. Yeah. Um, it makes it does right. make you wonder what's going on there. It does make you wonder because like, you know, so we had the similar thing, but also our neighbors next door. It's funny, during COVID, you know, everybody's cars were in their driveways all the time, you know, yeah. if they weren't in the garage. And uh and then just like, you know, about 3 or 4 months ago, I noticed that our neighbor, I'm I'm, I'm like good friends with the with the husband over there, John, another John, actually. Uh, you know, I, I noticed that his car was gone all the time and I was like, oh, you're back at, you're going back into the office. And he's like, yeah, they had me going in like four days a week now. And then I noticed that his car wasn't 
leaving the driveway anymore. And I was like, fuck, I bet they have COVID. But I didn't want to like pry. Um, that so was then your after, immediate assumption. Yeah, because it was just like uh, for three or four days in a row, like nobody yeah. was like nobody was leaving. That's the thing. When you, ha- when you have COVID in the household and you're like properly quarantining, there's just nobody leaving the house. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. It's kind of eerie, yeah. Yeah, and you get some deliveries, but like nobody's going anywhere. And they were very, very st- – they've always been very, very strict because – you know, they have like elderly parents with cancer mm-hmm. and there's all these other things. So they're really, they've been very, very careful. Yeah. And uh, so he got it and his son got it and he was like, so his son was pretty much fine. He's a, he's like a high school student and, you know, he just was out for two weeks and kind of miserable about it, but he was okay. But John might, you know, the adult neighbor was like very, very, very sick, like bedridden, um, wow. feeling miserable and then didn't go out of his house for two weeks. Ugh. And, uh, and yet, in spite of all that, you know, and I don't know, I haven't really talked to them about what kind of protocols they did, but his wife and daughter did not get it at all. And so it, this does happen, this weird cluster of like, and I, I think it's probably primarily the vaccine at this point because it's just think. providing enough protection, you know, and that so that if it doesn't get a foothold. Yeah. But the problem is that like for the reason why we didn't do anything when Henry got it was because we had missed like all of the initial stuff because it didn't present as what we thought was COVID for like six days. Right. So he was right. just kind of sniffly. Like very, he was fine. But, but like he was actively in the shedding winter, you know? in your house already at that point. For, for like a week. So yeah, yeah I, would feel, I would feel the same way. Whereas Luke, we caught it immediately. We caught it right. before the fucking PCR was conclusive. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, this and this was like, we just were not ready for it. We, we were completely blindsided by it. And, uh, but even so, it, it's amazing that like I still never got it. So there is there is something to that. Like there's something oh, yeah. to the continued protection that we have. That's but true. I guess what I'm curious about is uh, like how do you feel about this experience now? Like how do you feel? <laughs> was it frightening? Like do you feel uh, like I mean because now mean, you have like really good immunity for a while, so you can use that, right? That's true. I mean it's crazy because one of our friends who got it in January already got it again a couple weeks ago. So the amount of immunity isn't as great as I would have hoped for. But I will say that there is absolutely an immediate sense, at least for me, of relief, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't feel concerned about my health, really. I mean, I I knew that I would experience some symptoms, or I expected I would, but um, I felt fine. I felt protected with the vaccine. And I felt like, you know, I it's done. I don't have to keep worrying so much about getting it. Um, and spreading it, right? Because so much of my concern these days isn't about getting it as much as like spreading it. You know, I still, with Luke, he was not vaccinated. Thankfully, you know, with kids, that doesn't have a big impact and he was fine. Um, but, you know, it just feels like once we get over that hump where everybody can get vaccinated, then the spreading part of it, I, I won't personally feel as anxious about because at that point you've chosen not to get vaccinated and, you know, that's your choice. But um, I so there's definitely relief for sure. Um, going into it and now being on the other side of it, I mean, just going out and about and not having to even think about it is amazing. I mean, it's just so nice to be able to, um, interact again with other human beings and not have this bizarre thing in your brain. Like I should be careful around another person, you know, it's just not human for us to have to think that way. Um, I think so definitely enjoying that. Um, I did, have the bizarre thing of, you know, losing sense of smell. Obviously it's, it's expected. Yeah, I don't common. think I knew that you did lose that. Okay. So I was, I was, it wasn't immediate. Right. Cause I remember early on, I, I like smelled some coffee beans just to see, and I, I could smell them. So I'm like, all right, I guess I didn't lose my sense of smell. That's and pretty then, fragrant. That's pretty that's fragrant. true. And then yeah. a few days later, 
I was eating and I'm like, holy shit, I think I'm not actually tasting this right now. Wow. <laughs> and that was bizarre to, to actually experience it and also realize that it's not immediately apparent because you get so much of your sense of taste. There's so much bound up in that, right? The consistency and what you expect it to taste like. And so I didn't necessarily miss it hugely, you know, and, and even after I knew I had that lost that, um, it was fine. It wasn't a huge deal because I don't know, I guess there's enough memory of the taste that it filled it in for me. What was, what um, was it like? What was it like not being able to taste anything? I mean, it, again, it wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it would be because I think my brain was sort of filling in the memory of what this is supposed to taste like. Yeah. So it was, um, it was almost like a phantom taste was still there for you. Exactly. And I think, I think that I did not lose my sense of smell entirely. Like if I, yeah. you know, inhaled a fucking coffee bean, I think I could, you know, get a little bit of it. <laughs> um, but it has been weird. And uh, I will report now that for the first time, just before, as I was setting up for the podcast, it was the first time that I've smelled my own fart. Um, because ah. that that can be, you know, alarming to be in a situation where you you do release some of that and uh, you don't know, you have no idea. Did I just destroy this whole room or like right. what's going on? You have so, no idea. Yeah. So I Which think could be back. a good weapon. You know, that, that could be a good <laughs> tactical advantage. I think. Well, the the cat knocked over uh, a few days ago a um, nail polish onto the floor and it just fucking splattered and we had to clean it up with nail polish remover and all this. And it was a miserable experience for Bethany because obviously the smell of all of that is oh intense. incredibly overpowering. Whereas yeah. I was just cleaning it all, you know, all up. I had it all over my nose probably, and I could just and you even smell nothing. It. You nothing. didn't smell not even the none, acetone or any none, of that. None, none. Wow. It was it was insane. And that's so in that sense, it was actually a, a very convenient thing. Were there any tastes that you could sort of smell, like salt, umami, savory? Uh, this, I'm giving you like three almost synonymous <laughs> things, uh, like citrus, like sweetness. Like, were there any things that you got any? It's just interesting to me that it just like completely shuts down your ability to oh, process taste. I agree. It's fascinating. There was nothing so, that like got through that. No, there was. I would say with citrus, and also I noticed this with spicy because I do enjoy you know uh, spice, and so I would still put like hot sauce. And I definitely still had the reaction, right? Uh, like on your taste buds or So you wherever. had like the capsaicin reaction the, to the yes, spiciness. But I couldn't, there wasn't as, as there wasn't the flavor there as much as What just was that the, like? What was it like to just have the heat? It was, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, it was just bizarre, you know, to not have the full experience. But again, I, 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 I still feel like my brain filled in enough of it to, to enjoy the food, which is weird, I guess. But, and I don't yeah. know if everyone has that experience. I mean, I'm thankful that it's coming back because I'm sure if I had to deal with this for long term, I mean, I just love, as we've talked about, I'm I'm a love to eat person. Um, uh, actually, that wasn't what was it what that was I fucking that you, said. There's two kinds of people in the world: those who live live oh, to live to eat, or live to eat, or eat to live. Right? That's that was right. It. Yeah. And I I do live to. And there's nobody else in the world other than those no two. One. Those two no things. one. No one. No. No. So I I do live to eat, and therefore the idea of not being able to taste food again. That would be that would honestly be like a serious uh, depressing to me, yeah. um, but I think it's coming back. I mean, I, at least with farts. So you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> farts are the bellwether. You know, that's the canary <laughs> in the coal mine. If you get I mean, if yeah. you get that fart back, yeah, yeah. Was Definitely. it? Did you feel a sense of? Uh, this is going to be, be a weird question, but uh, most of my questions nothing, are. Yeah. Uh, so less than that. like. 
I feel like my sense of self, you know, we construct a sense of self from a lot of things, right? From our, like what we see in the mirror, from what we perceive about our surroundings, from our, you know, consciousness, whatever. But a lot of the way we do it is just through our sensory input. And one of the senses that we have is smell. Like I know to some degree, like what I smell like. I know what my deodorant smells like. I know what like my fucking armpit smells like. Do you know what you you smell like though? Because I always feel like that's a thing that I like. I feel like others know what you smell like better than you do because you're always right, you're you know, so used to it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but no, I didn't feel anything remotely. Whatever the fuck you're talking about, I didn't. But you feel. didn't feel any like like lack of a I, this. So we do this with Luna, our dog, quite a bit. <laughs> where you know she hates the vacuum cleaner, and yeah. I was like asking Micah if she. And this was like earlier in COVID when I was pretty depressed about everything. I was like, do you think it's because she senses in it? oblivion like we are <laughs> sucking up all of her hair and her scent and it's, it's like reminding her of it i know and she's like she's like what are you talking about i'm like i don't know i think i'm sad um but like but we do what we do like our, our you know we we like perceive ourselves you know as as like something that smells a certain way um did you you, you didn't feel like weirdly disembodied or anything during no this? nothing like that but no, I, no. I mean i get where you're going in terms of i would again i would get that more in terms of um, others, your experience of others and their smell. Yeah. I, would, I understand that point, and no, I didn't notice that either. Interesting. <laughs> I, uh, it, you know, I never really like. I know a few people who have had the losing smell, and but I've never actually like talked about it with anybody. Well, it's I'm really, happy that really I could be your first uh, research. Uh, yeah, it was great candidate for that one. I really hope that you get uh, past just farts. Soon. I do I hope too. Because that, like, that would yeah. be imagine if it's like this narrow frequency of smells from now on, where it's just <laughs> it's farts, only farts. It's yeah, just like anything sulfur. on either side of that. It's, not, yeah. it's just you like really get those. The, like, but eggs probably would be okay. Farts, rotten eggs. Yep. Yep. No, uh, no. What else would make it through? I don't know. That's I think that's it. it. Garbage, maybe. Garbage. Can yeah. you imagine? That would again. That would actually put you in a state of depression to live life oh my that God, way. Yeah. You could only smell gross <laughs> stuff. You know, <laughs> that'd be terrible. Oh man. So I mean, yeah. I hope it comes back. Uh, if you don't have another episode, I guess you'll know. It's probably related to my sense of smell. That's why. Yeah, he's just gone, gone awol. You know. <laughs> Well, that thank you, my friend. One. So I'm not insane. I am here. And uh, yeah, I'm on the other side of it for now. And I mean, hopefully this will be the last fucking COVID episode we have for a while. I shouldn't yeah, even I keep, say those I keep words. thinking we're done with it. Uh, and then some. And then I make some kind of a weird, morbid statement, you know, about like not coming back for the next one because of COVID, like, which is what you just did. And now I'm like, uh, I'm just assuming that we will always have a plan for an episode that will always end up being about COVID again. But you know what? You know what's <laughs> nice, though? Is that this does feel, you know, our last episode was very much like, uh, we're stepping into the new, the new beginning. And now, like, we are really stepping into that, I think. To me, you know, the full ass stuff is back. We have a packed weekend. You, you guys are feeling better. I feel like this is, uh, you know, one last thing I'll say, and then I got to go because I got to do this work event. You sure is, do. Um, uh, the play dates have been fast and furious lately. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I feel like with the kids, I've been like, listen, you know, there's only a f- like a couple months of school left. You, like, let me know which kids you want play dates with and I will set them up. So I've been setting up play dates like <laughs> fucking left and right. There's been like four a week in some weeks. Wow. And uh, oh, it's you incredible. Like, meet, meeting ass. up at parks, like, go, you know, meeting up in different places and uh, coming to each other's houses. Uh, sometimes like the kids get dropped off on the bus with us and we just write a note to like that the bus company about it. That should be our next episode. I want to hear more about your- That's a good idea. We should do a play your, date show. Yeah. Yeah. And and how it's going with other parents, right? I mean, that's a huge part of it. Like, it's amazing school. that every single time the parents drop the kids off, I'm like, that could be a new friend. Yeah. You know, that could be a new friend. And it's this feeling of like, 
We are we are actually coming out of this bizarre tur- tortoise shell that we've been for stuck sure. in for so long. For so sure. yeah, we'll, maybe we'll do that next. Play dates. Sounds good. Good luck with your meeting. Thank you, my friend. Good luck with uh, getting your smell past just farts. I'll work on it. Thank you. Keep on farting. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.